Hello and welcome ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Cosmographia episode 6, Cosmographia the Greco-Romans, Egyptians and Us, is a podcast on Apple, Google, Ghana, Spotify, Geo7 and dozen other podcast platforms. Today's topic for the day is Nagara, an ancient Indo-Dionysiac metropolis. Talking about Alexander, the invincible Macedonian ruler, Alexander III, when in 326 BCE, he invaded the northwestern boundaries of India, which are beyond the Indus, he became one of the earliest Hellenic kings to have ever travelled as far into the east. After having subjugated the mighty Achaemenid Empire of Persia, Alexander is said to have led his force to annex the territories that came under the Persian rule. This motivated him to launch a couple of campaigns into the northwestern territories of the peninsular subcontinent which forced the easternmost kingdoms of India to retreat. The easternmost kingdoms were those that owed their allegiance to the then vanquished Achaemenids. Even though the Macedonian king seemed to sport youthful brevity and an enticement for war, a kingdom that could escape the wrath of the impenetrable Macedonian phalanx was one Nysa, also known as Nisa or Nagara. There exists two central causes attributed to this. Alexander, on his own part, possessed a massive deal of veneration towards the Greek gods of Olympus. He had spent half of his life learning about the Olympians and their prowess, the legendary heroes of the Greek mythology, and found an urge within himself to rise up to Olympus after his death, similar to the Greek hero Heracles. Initially, after ascending the Macedonian throne, he proclaimed himself to be a descendant of Achilles, the Greek hero in the Trojan War, and after his victory over King Darius, he began identifying himself as the son of the omnipotent ruler of the skies, King Zeus. The earliest details of Nagara or Nicer are to be found in Ptolemy's Geographic Hephaestus, who locates it to be in India intra-Gangem or India within the Ganges and calls it Dionysopolis. Furthermore, Greek military commander and historian Arian of Nicomedia, in his work entitled Anabasis of Alexander, details us on why this city had been spared like none other. Amongst the inestimable Olympians that ruled the various natural forces, planets and emotions in the entire ethereal universe, one is Dionysus, Roman Bacchus, the Greek god of wine, fertility and ecstasy. His cult, the cult of Dionysus, is widely associated with the Orphic cult, the latter having been found by Orpheus, a famed musician and former Argonaut. Revered as the son of Zeus in Simile, Princess of Thebes, Dionysus is generally considered to be an alienated Olympian. In her book, The God Who Comes, Dionysian Mystery is Revisited, Rosemary Taylor Perry considers Dionysus' foreignness as an essential characteristic of the Dionysian cult. During his infancy, owing to the fact that he was a son of Zeus and immortal, Dionysus is said to have acquired the jealousy of Hera, the queen of the Greek pantheon. She struck the god with madness and made him travel to various parts of the world, seemingly as a consequence of Zeus's innumerable illegitimate affairs with goddesses, women and nymphs. Legends say 
that it was in Phrygia where he was cured of this craziness by Rhea, one who taught him various rituals before leaving him on a trip to Asia. A significant part of Dionysus's growth is concentrated in Asia where he wanders from one country to another, teaching its people the cultivation and culture of wine. Most crucial among these trips of his is one to Nysa, a spectacular city that once stood between the Cabo River and the Indus. Dionysus is said to have recited many a yo-yo and is also credited with having organized the entire city to the former Alexander's soul letter. Having been informed of the city's classical glory and its sacredness, the Macedonian phalanx decided not to invade it lest Dionysus be enraged. As for the Greek god himself, Diodorus Siculus opinionated that Dionysus' travels soon took the form of military expedition as he forced himself to conquer the entire world except for Ethiopia and Britannia, now Britain. The first of Dionysus' attachment to Nysa or Nysa is not however his ultimate. The god's infancy is shred in mysteries. Various accounts have given discrete descriptions regarding the period the god was being brought up. In his work Histories, Herodotus says that Dionysus was raised hidden in Zeus's thigh until he was brought to one Mount Nysa in Ethiopia to be trained by the Hyades, rain nymphs who were made a cluster of stars as a reward from Zeus, and it was much later, after his return to the West, that the Greeks recognized him to be a god. Nagara, having actually been a city of the Minads, had possibilities of having had a wide cross-cultural discourse and mercantile interaction, since the residents were as much Asians as they revered the Greek god and lived the Olympian way. Presently, however, nothing much is known about this Greco-Indian city except for a few literary sources as noted down by Arian and Ptolemy and some archaeological remains dating back to the Kushan Heptalite period, 1st to 6th century AD. Today, the location of Nysa, renamed Nagaragundi, as identified by the Cultural Property Training Resource of Afghanistan, is approximately 4 kilometers east of Jalalabad near Tepekwaja Lahori, south of the junction of the Surkhab and Kabul rivers. Wawit Ball, in his Archaeological Gazetteer of Afghanistan, has penned down a bit about the archaeological findings from the excavations that have been carried out. He mentions about a very large stupa, almost 100 meters in circumference, Excavations revealed an unusual radial construction of the dome and a decorated plastered exterior. Possible identification with the Nagarhara Stupa, described by the 7th century Chinese pilgrim and chronicler Zhuang Hang, is possible. However, to the Minyads, Nagara was not simply a city. It resembled the dynamic interaction with sophisticated Western philosophy and culture and the unrestrained Eastern spirit of liberty and ecstasy, something that combined to give birth to the philosophy of Dionysus, the first Greco-Indian Olympian. Thank you for listening to the sixth episode of Cosmographia, the Greco-Romans, Egyptians and Us, which is now streaming on Ghana, Geo, Southern, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and dozen more podcast platforms. If you liked it, do rate it and let us know in the comment section below. Thank you very much.